Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. You see how now the chocolate <laughs> tastes more like... Oh, shit! <laughs> now, the, the remaining flavor in the chocolate, mm. now the chocolate tastes more like cinnamon. Tastes more like spices. Oh. You see that? Well, actually, you taste that. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What's going on in my mouth right now? Dude, I have a cool job. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> From its rich history to what's behind the best chocolate bars in the world, your entire perception of chocolate will change after listening to this episode. Chocolate maker Ricardo Trios takes us on his journey throughout the world in his search for finding the best cacao by only working with fair trading farms. We also do an in-depth chocolate tasting, which brings together all wine connoisseurs and whiskey lovers. So let's do it. Too many days in the darkness without a glimpse of the light. Running tired and broken and scared, but I swear I'll never give up the fight. I see you broken and beat Head pulled down over your eyes Every party you wants to surrender Darling, you were meant to survive With every This is good. What do you think of the studio? Good? I love the map on the back. Do you? Yes. Which country did you check out first? Oh, uh, well, my country, Venezuela, but then I was looking at all the cacao-growing countries. Okay. Yeah. And cacao, how often do you get cachoa from Americans? Often. Often. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, cause when I, I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah, as soon as I uh, looked it up, I was like, that's cachoa. But then I was like, no, 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 we're, we're podcasting. I was like, I got to yes. have everything pristine. And I was like, cacao. I listened to the Google pronounce like 20 times, cacao. Yes. Cacao, cocoa. I mean, that's the American word, but it's... It is different. That's why in my in my classes, that's why I always said like you know it's not the cocoa that you're used to, it's cacao. Where's that word come from? Do you know? The word what? Uh, cacao. It's a fruit. It's uh, <clears throat> it's how it's been called for for hundreds of years. Mm. It's probably it should have to be like indigenous work. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it stays the same. Yes, it it's it's not the actual uh, chemical were but it's how they refer to the actual fruit and i'm assuming then a tree right it comes off of the tree yes it's a fruit it comes out of the tree actually grows through the uh the trunk of the tree not through the leaves mm, so it comes so, to the trunk yeah it, it grows hanging through the trunk of the trees almost like the syrup branches. yeah not necessarily no no the fruit comes out i mean the the, the fruit actually starts from a flower that blooms mm. and then for that flower the fruits are growing to that. So you can find the, 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 the flower, not through the leaves. It's more through the branches to the to the trunk of the tree that you can see the, the fruits. Okay. And I know um, it was not, it wasn't discovered until like, what, like the 1400s or so with, did Columbus actually help discover it? Or was it a, because I know it was, it was it somewhere in South America and. It's, it was actually, I mean, the way it was discovered is, it was necessarily Columbus. It was, cacao was used in South America, it mostly, it was discovery in Mexico, but it wasn't for Columbus, it was for Cortes. Mm. So, I mean, by then, they were using cacao as a currency. Oh, wow, really? Okay, as a currency, and they were also drinking what we know today as hot chocolate, 
they were making drinks out of it. Okay, more like elixir type of drinks. So it started as a drink. Yeah. And then Mexico, I got to think, then the Aztecs, right? When, the, when that happened, I mean, Cortez saw that, and it's like, okay, this is something that we have to bring to Europe. That was actually how cacao mm. first made it to Europe. Because remember, it's a fruit that also, I mean, it comes from a fruit, but then the seeds are processed. And once they're processed, they have a long shelf life. They were able to bring it with them. And that's how. Yeah, all the way back to Europe, I would imagine. Yeah, that's how cacao got into Europe. And was, I mean, mostly the first version of what we see today was the hot chocolate. Was in drinks. And then it started like flying throughout Europe. And getting into oh, different shapes, gotcha. dif different different forms. That's interesting. Then it started off as a liquid, and then do you know how it went from liquid to then fermenting? And no, no, the fermented it's always been there. It's always been there. Uh, the fermentation is actually a process that you have to do to stop the bring the beans for sprout again. It's mm. a chemical process, but I, but also that's the first step because as of then. When you harvest and when you remove the fruit from the tree, if you don't ferment, it's going to sprout again and it's not going to become chocolate. Mm. Okay, so that it's the the, the, the the moment where kind of like you click and the beans started the chocolate making process. It's the first step, the first step healing the sprout possibility and also start developing the flavors through a chemical process. And... That's how the first part of the, the flavor in chocolate is created. It's funny that, that it gets sent over to Europe. Europeans obviously consume it, and then it ends up back over here, but in a different form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually down the road. <laughs> That's what I always say people like, you know, yeah, cacao has traveled around the world, and Europeans are known mostly for techniques. They were the ones who actually dedicated time, trial, and error to develop techniques, how to turn them from a liquid into the solid pieces, the bonbons, truffles, I mean, Belgians, French, UK, they have a lot to do with, with the techniques that we know mm. and use nowadays, okay? But at the end of the day, like I told my, my attendees in my tastings, it's like, remember, there is no Spain, there is no France, there is no Belgium if they're not able to find cacao from one of the sources. Yeah, where do you guys get yours? Uh, right now, we have cacao from Costa Rica. We have cacao from Venezuela. We have cacao from Nicaragua. Uh, Tanzania, we get some as well. Oh, wow. We, we're always open. Honduras, we're always open to, to, to new origins. Dominican Republic is also mm. We get cacao from That's as well. Colombia. Colombia is the newest one. Oh, really? Yeah. What brought you there? To Colombia... Uh, first, a project that I was uh, working with the Department of Agriculture and, you know, I was a volunteer to travel to these countries and work with farmers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we, I saw the, 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 what they're doing. I tasted what they're doing, what they're growing. They had really good cacao. Now I established some relationship with some farmers. I took over a group that I'm mentoring right now. Uh, so the plan is for them to start shipping cacao to us next that is year. so cool that you get to see it from basically where it's grown and then actually seeing it finalized in the wrappers i i think it's i mean it's cool 
but it should be mandatory. You know, yeah, it should yeah, be yeah, mandatory yeah. for for there are hundreds of thousands of people working in the chocolate world, and they have no clue where the cacao it's coming, where the chocolate's coming from, how cacao tree looks like. Mm. All right, there. I mean, you see pastry chefs, you see chocolatiers around the world, and they've never been into a cacao farm. So I think you have to start from there. If there's a, such a thing, and they should kind of like adjust in pastry school or this type of school is like. We gotta take a field trip, yeah, to the places of origin, so you can gain respect about the things that are happening. Yeah, because that's hard work, man. They're farming. It's 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 tough. It's tough. I mean, it, it, it's a whole different thing. You you don't understand what's behind a chocolate bar if you've never been in a farm. It's as simple as that. It's yeah. as simple as that. I mean, yeah, I, I think you can give so many different meanings to chocolate just by taking a quick trip, looking around hanging out with them, trying their food, you know, see what's happening, you know, and, and I think through food, we can tell stories. So I'm a big believer that we can share that with people and the more content, the more you, you know, I mean, the more you can engage people and kind of like my job is to, to, to make people fall in love, fall in love with chocolate, but in a, in a, you know, in a raw way, in, in a way that, you know, we start from their senses, their feelings, everything is, it's involved. And you can only say that when you've been part of, you know, when you've been in a, a part of these projects or part of, you know, a trips to cacao farms and you see things. Like oh, yeah, you see from the ground up. You also end up understanding, I guess, like how problems can start usually from the beginning or how successful they, things are. It's from the beginning. I was talking with somebody the other day about um, uh, somebody who's raising cattle out west and they were raising cattle. It's like right by a river. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times if like the area where the cattle are being raised by the river become infected, that's where the spread of E. coli started. It was right there. And the way he explained it to me, it's like, oh, I didn't realize that once it actually hits the stores, that's when people get sick and, and start realizing it. But it all starts from the very beginning and the grass that the cows eat and how they're fed and how they're raised. And that is going to absolutely determine the quality of that beef. And I guess that that uh, all makes sense too. If you're down in uh, South America and you're, you know, looking how people are farming it, so um, th- that those you could see, like, what what are some problems actually that that possibly happen during the actual full process? Because there's got to be a massive amount of different um, things that you have to maneuver. Well, I think the biggest challenge that we have, uh, I try not to call it a problem. Yeah, challenge, challenge, but, challenge. But, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. but Unfortunately, it is. It's that nowadays we're dealing with farmers being forced to grow different types of cacaos, mm. different genetics. Uh, there's one of them called CCM51, which is, try not to get too technical, but imagine that it's something that grows fast, genetically modified. It grows really fast. Because they want a quick in production. Yeah, it looks like a big football. And farmers, because of the poverty it says in the places that they live, they're being forced to, I mean, plant those trees. It grows faster than any other, so they can harvest, they can do the all the process fast, and they can start selling it, mm. right? So they have steady, you know, production. It, I mean, it grows in higher volumes, different than a very luxury type of cacao being a very, very high genetic in that it's going to be 
like more expensive, but actually takes the time to grow. Yeah. All right. So I think that's the biggest issue that we've seen. Like, hey, try not to do this. And what I do is I go there. Is okay. This is in the long run. It's not going to pay you back. You can sell this in the local market, probably to, you know, chocolate companies here. But if you want to export this, if you want people like us to buy your cacao beans, we're definitely not. Yeah, that for like seven, eight dollars. After, I mean, from a pre, for a premium yeah. price, we're definitely not interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So be careful. What are your goals? I mean, have something that long-term, you have a great production, you have something that is steady and we can rely on you and, you know, we're willing to pay more for that. But yeah, because it's just like uh, cattle and, and chicken farms where they pump in these like steroids just to increase the amount of weight that they can they can use. And you, you look at these animals and you're like, oh man, that is definitely unnatural. And the thing is, yeah, it's like production has increased, but there's there's got to be a decrease in quality with that. Uh, absolutely absolutely there's always a price there's always a price and and well of course i mean there's chocolate for everybody so this these cacao beans are mostly used for large corporations they must produce chocolate bars that are more on the candy side not necessarily mm. high quality chocolate and i mean the average consumer don't really care about okay what type of beans are you using is this the, uh, the top quality or where is it being grown? They, they they don't have that education though. Yeah, because you got to do. Um, that's why you were talking about your classes before. You're doing a lot of consumer education. I'm sure on. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that's that's my job. That, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's and, what we're doing here, basically. And, actually, now I think of it, <laughs> and that's absolutely what I want to do. You know, I started a chocolate business in Miami. So when I when we started Cow Chocolates. Back in 2009, it was like, all right, how do we explain these people that we're doing something that's called bean to bar? And people were like, what the hell is Bean that? to bar, right? Bean yeah. to bar, yes. Like we were the first chocolate makers in the city, like from, from the raw material all the way to, to the final product. Mm -hmm. Now bean to bar, it's, I mean, has grown throughout the world, throughout the US. I have many, many friends. But at, this, at that time, it was like, how do we do this? I mean, how do we, and also the price point is different. Yeah. The yeah. Price yeah point it is is different. <laughs> so how do you explain people that you're making a unique chocolate? They have to pay more in this market, which Miami, it's a tough market, not only because of the type of consumers, but the weather. And how do we get people engaged to this? How do, and I guess the tastings for me was, I mean, I think because I talk too much, I was like, okay, how can I actually use this? I don't know if it's a skill, but how can I, you know, get people like yeah, get, fall in love with chocolate? How to get people get them to understand chocolate? How do we get people to, to get to know like, okay, this guy is doing something unique and that's worth the price. Well, I think, Consumer education is so important on everything, even, I mean, especially chocolate, because it opens up an entirely new world when you start to understand it, because it it's like um, it's like spirits and, and beer and craftsmanship, because a lot of times people just go, oh, like, I'll get a, like a rum and Coke, but like, there's so many different types of rum. There's Puerto Rican rum, there's Caribbean rum, there's, I mean, so many different, and it, it, when you actually start to understand, like, the differences, you really... Um, it's it's it opens up your a whole new world you didn't even know existed. I have a I have an example of that. I, I love rum, 
was born in Venezuela, so we, no, oh, yeah, I mean, we drink a lot yeah. and we produce really good rums. Okay, and I think it was yesterday I was scrolling down my Instagram and I saw a picture of one of my friends. I'm not gonna mention names, but she, she had a great, great Zacapa rum. It was a mm. well-aged Zacapa rum. It has I love Zacapa. It, it, it was the bottle of Zacapa, and right next to it there was the glass with Coke. So I was like, <laughs> no, come yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, there's rum for that. You can yeah. find rums for that, but not that one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not that yeah. one. It's like adding, I don't know, water, ice, Coke to a great single malt scotch. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I know, I know, I know. I know. I know the the feeling. It's it, it's. But the thing is, when you start to get people interested, like a lot of times people say, like, I don't like rum or I don't like whiskey. I don't like tequila. Well, like my response is always, you've never had a good one in a good way. And I think it's the same thing with chocolate because, and gins too. I never used to be a gin person. Not that that would be the first thing I would order now, but I can appreciate a good gin just because it's the way it's, certain brands make them and people are so used to their very first introduction just like chocolate and with with spirits the very first introduction is like when they're younger and it's just the shit brand you know it's like the 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 tootsie roll and the the hershey's and stuff that's mass produced just like the well whiskeys the well vodkas the schmirnoffs the schvetkas or the (laughs) the uh what's the 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 one canadian whiskey black velvet the bad the bad hangovers (laughs) it happens it happens um one of the things I always tell my attendees in my events is like, you've been eating chocolate all your life. Probably you've never tasted it. Mm. It's a very good point. That's okay. A difference. Yes. And they're like, oh, what? And I say, my job is to turn chocoholics into chocolate snobs, into chocolate <laughs> connoisseurs. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I use, I use, I opened that door that you just mentioned about scotch, spirits, rums, bourbon, wines, cheeses. Oh, cheeses. I love cheeses. Coffee. Because people, I mean, indulge with all these things. They're like, oh, my God, a great wine, a good rum, a fine cheese, bourbon. But then when it comes to chocolates, it's like, okay, this is candy. Yeah. I mean, they relate chocolates to Easter, Halloween, things mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're the same. We are yeah, the same. Yeah. The craftsmanship behind chocolates, it's extraordinary. You don't understand it. And I get, I, I mean, I said, like, I took the bull by the horns. And I was yeah. like, this is my, this is my job. And actually, that's what I do mostly now, you know, events. Like, I educate people to eat chocolates. That's uh, you kind of remind me of Mike Lindell, the guy, the my pillow guy. Mm-hmm. You know that guy because um, it's 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 funny because there's, <clears throat> there's there's such good passion with it too, and when you really understand where they're coming from, it makes sense because um, I was it was funny. I was uh, I can imagine how passionate you get when people are just like they sit down with you at a class and like you realize they have no idea of anything. Where it's like almost where. In terms of wine, it's almost like, oh, it's it's made with grapes. <laughs> you know, you're probably yeah, like, because um, Mike Lindell, I was watching a video of him and he uh, was being questioned about something with uh, his business. And the guy, he's on video and the guy said, um, it, he read off a, a negative review about his pillow not being like fluffy enough. And it set him 
off set him off and he, he actually like a guy is a really like religious guy very like um professional he started cursing i think he used the f word too he's like no it wasn't that that wasn't because it was the fucking fluffiness you're an asshole you're an asshole he's like it was probably because the shipping was wrong it was blah blah and he went into like probably a logistical problem but he's like that was not because it was lack of quality he started calling the guy an asshole and i was like i can see that passion probably coming from you when you're sitting down and somebody's like oh well well what's the difference between this and hershey's you know and kit kat I'll give you something. If, if there's a review that people can leave after my events, it's like this guy can talk chocolate for yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and if you don't, if you don't stop me, I mean, I can talk about chocolate nonstop for weeks. Are you sure? Because I got 150 mil- more minutes on these cameras <laughs> before the time. I can prove you wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely no. The word chocolate is fascinating, man. And the, and the more we talk about it, the more there are things to 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 talk. And the more I realize that, you know, there's still so much to learn. Yeah, yeah. That's that. I think that's what I I I love the most. That I don't try to consider myself an expert. I think that's a big mistake someone can make. Because when you consider yourself an expert, you think you know everything and you stop learning. Mm. Okay. And for me, just by traveling to a different farm and see their different practices, see, oh, wait, this is growing a different altitude or this is growing near certain trees or something like that. It brings something absolutely new. That it's fascinating. Okay. So I'm always open. I'm like a sponge. I'm always open to, to, to yeah, get yeah. more, more knowledge about it. I know you know your stuff then because the, the, uh- only other person I know that has said um, the expression "we're always learning." This guy was has been traveled all over the world. He's a, a bartender who has really makes it his life. He does classes of of mm-hmm. all different types of spirits, and he's been all over the world traveling to different um, whether it's breweries for beer. Um, he's been you know all over to Scotland to to check out all of uh, the distilleries over there, all over Europe. Um, and the one thing he kept saying is like, you're not an expert. We're always learning. We're still learning. And when you said that, it made me think of him because I was like, I was like, I definitely know Ricardo knows his stuff, man. Because when you hit that level of thinking, you really know a lot, a lot, because then you're going, well, the, the more that I learn and know, the more you realize like, Wow, I don't know. I, I, you know, and it's like so humbling at the same time. I, I, th- I think it's fascinating to to admit that there's a whole world in chocolate that it's still pending to be discovered, not only by me but by people. And and, and why to call yourself an expert? Why to 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 pretend that you know everything when you don't? Okay, just I mean, I think it's part of being transparent. Yeah. For me, as an educator, because that's how, that's why I am. I'm a, I'm a chocolate educator, a chocolate connector, you name it. Uh, I think transparency, it's what keep bringing clients, keep people engaged. You know, I mean, this guy is real. This guy is real. If I'm pretending to know everything, I guess that sets people off like, oh. You know, it's 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 not it's not humble. It's it's not part of my personality. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I'd love to take a take a um. Actually, what was I gonna say? I'll take this part out. <laughs> no, I'd love to see how some of those classes are because you've brought some chocolates today. 
We're gonna do a little taste trying. Absolutely. Let's do it. Absolutely. Well, uh, I always like to start how the classes kind of work. We we talk a lot about where chocolate comes from. So it's it's it, it before people get to taste it, they have to understand it. Mm. Right? We talk about it's uh, like an appreciation uh, of what you're about to. Uh, yeah, because they don't realize how long it takes to make a good chocolate bar. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the time that the fruit is growing, the fermentation time, which is about seven weeks, mm. then the beans have to be dry, which is about, I'm sorry, seven days, and then another seven days, and then cacao is shipped to the factories, and then we have to roast it, and then we have to, you know, remove it from the shell, and then goes through the machines, and then you know, it can take 48, 72 hours, maybe longer, and then if we decide to age the chocolate, can take 30 days, 60 days, you know, just waiting there to be transformed into chocolate bars or into chocolate products. So it's not like, oh, wow, you have a river of chocolate yeah, at your factory yeah, that yeah. you just put yeah. it into malt and that's it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's not like that. So they're like, oh, wow, okay. And then it's how we, yeah. we, we kind of start, we, we take it from there. Um, you know, it's been a wide amount of, of people in my, in my events, uh, thank God. And, you know, what we'd like to educate about understanding the tasting. I always relate this to wine tastings, which are the most popular. I mean, everybody goes to wine tastings and they listen to the sommelier talking about different notes, uh, talking about terroir, things like that. But they don't understand. I mean, they don't realize that chocolate is exactly the same. It's exactly, it's exactly yeah. the same. I mean, we do have a flavor wheel. That we kind of, I mean, our, our flavor wheel is mostly shared with coffee people because we share the same environments for growing the fruits, coffee and cacao are causing. So, I mean, we have a flavor wheel, just like you experience when you're in a, in a, in a wine tasting. And I always tell my, 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 my guests, I'm, I'm going to program your chocolate brain to think about chocolate in a different way. And that's how we take it from there. Then uh, I'm going to show you exactly what we do i'm going to rub one of these which happens to be oh, one, of my, one of my favorites this is i brought you two inclusions inclusions means chocolate with an added product okay okay so we're talking about one with uh pink himalayan sea salt and we have one with organic freeze-dried raspberries but i always almost like a vodka how like vodkas throw in like a, a raspberry or something like that yes but you gotta start from the basics yeah, yeah, yeah. okay in the basics are for me the the key part of understanding chocolate. You don't you don't get to appreciate chocolate if you start tasting a bar with salt or a bar with coffee or a bar with something else. You start from from the, the most world, basic. Yeah, the most basic yet fascinating. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna let you do that with me. Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited. Right. The first the first uh, actual tasting or anything on the No Politics podcast. All right, so. Take a piece of chocolate okay. with me. <clears throat> How do we taste chocolate? We use our five senses. Just like S just like wine. S in wine, you use three. Mm. Char sight, smell, and taste. Okay? In chocolate, we use five. Sight, touch, smell, hear, and taste. I was going to say, because when you cracked it, I heard the... Uh... Yeah, it's called snap. Snap, okay. Okay, so, I mean, you used two already. Yeah. Side touch, I handed you a piece of chocolate. Okay, you look at it. The first thing that you see is the brightness, the color. In a proper tasting, you will see 
different chocolate pieces, and each one of them, even if it's the same percentage from a different origin, may have a different color, may have a different tone. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, you have your taste, your chocolate with you. The next thing that we're going to do is going to smell. I actually smelled it from probably about like seven Absolutely. to eight inches Absolutely. away. Smelling, smelling is like open, opening that chocolate drawer that you have in your brain. Like, like, you know, how you can relate that aroma yeah. to things that you know. There's something really cool right now. It's called neurogastronomy. You know, it's basically through, through science and gastronomy together, you kind of are able to relate flavors into storage like in your brain like repeating tastes like it smells like it smells like and then it's going to be easier to go back to mm. that when you do this it's almost like the movie ratatouille with with the yeah, yeah, brings yeah, you yeah, back yeah, yeah, to your yeah, yeah. childhood that's what i'm trying to do with this okay all right the the fourth one you put it close to your ear and you're gonna break it all right it has to be solid it has to be sharp uh Obviously, every piece of chocolate has a different breaking point depending on the percentage, depending on the cocoa butter content. Does it depend where you break it to? If it's like the middle of the bar or if it's at the end of the bar? Does that Not matter? Necessarily. No? Okay. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, it thinks it's more about the, the overall chocolate. We have that, that snap. Obviously, if you're by the edge. Yeah, you if you're know, doing a little corner. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. That, that can change a little bit. And I say... The last and the, the, the most expected part of this, it's definitely to savor the chocolate. Uh, if you have water with you, I always, I always suggest room temperature water, room temperature part that cleans your palate, okay? Mm. Brings your, your, your taste buds to neutral. So you can definitely, I mean, detect flavors in chocolate. Now, what, I, what we do is something called single bean, single source. So basically we buy from a specific farm and with that said, genetic, um, you know, regions, terroir, all that, you know, impact on the flavor of chocolates. You may taste different things in this, in this piece of chocolate. You may taste coffee, nuts, uh, fruits, nothing of that has been added. Okay. Okay. Why? Because we're working with specific farm from a specific region and we're bringing the best of that. Unlike what people know about chocolate, that's considered a blend. That it's cacao being sourced from many countries and they're all put together to make a chocolate bar. We go the other route. Okay? It's like a single malt scotch. Yeah. Basically. Or a single winery wine. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's what we do with chocolate. That makes it unique. And that also brings people to understand like, okay, I like this flavor profile better. This matches with me. Some chocolates are very fruity. Some chocolates are very like coffee, straightforward, like maybe like light tobacco flavors. What do we see? Why don't we taste this bar now and see what you get out of that? Okay, let it melt slowly. Or if you like to chew your chocolate, because there's people that I see that they like to chew your chocolate. There's nothing wrong with that. But I always say like the first- Let it melt a little bit. The first step in a tasting, it's kind of like let those flavors. This is like a roller coaster, okay? It's like when you're in a roller coaster, the car goes up, down, those wheels and stuff like that. And that's how you're going to start like tasting or getting different flavor profiles mm. on your palate. Yeah. Okay? So let that melting start. And then okay. slowly, if you like to chew it, you can do it. Flavors will come and go. Flavors will be popping up. All right? See what you get out of that. Okay.
Mm. I'm definitely a biter because I, as soon as I put it in my mouth, I want to bite down on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Mm. Mm. You see how flavors are starting evolving. Mm. Yeah, yeah, as it goes. Yeah, mm. you're like, hmm, what am I tasting? Mm. If, so <laughs> if, if someone's listening to this in their car, they're just slowly hearing me like moan and, <laughs> and you know, a little bit further. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they're watching yeah. this, right? Because if you're listening to it, it's just me What's right in their ear. <laughs> What's happening to these guys? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, guys. When you're mm. listening to this, remember hey, we're tasting chocolate. He's enjoying yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Don't be a judge. Be a chocolate either. That's what no, I'm but now say. I can really. I would say now I feel like I'm tasting it right now. Anything that you can name, it reminds you of something. Maybe a fruit. Maybe a nut. Mm. Anything that you can point at. We're gonna do something cool. Tell me something, and then we're going to eat another piece. Okay. Okay. Tell me if you can name something. I'm trying to come up with the name of it because it's like, I don't want to just say, obviously, I don't want to just say like just chocolate. I'm trying to like go a little bit deeper at least, but yeah. it's a... Um, so, some chocolate bars can be pretty much it, chocolate forward, like as far as flavor, cacao forward, chocolate forward. Yeah. That's actually a flavor profile. If you, I mean... Chocolate forward? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's very chocolatey, mm. let's say. I would say definitely it's like on the darker end. Okay, this is a 72%. So, mm -hmm. I mean, out of the total weight of the bar, we're talking about 72% weight in cacao. Um, let's do this. Take another bite. And I'm going to be telling you exactly what directions to go. When Oh, you actually, now it, you say it. Is there a hint? I don't want to say coffee, but Yo, you can say whatever. Mm. I would say a little bit of coffee, maybe some nuttiness. Nuts, yeah. nuts. Is it, it's almost, not, like, almost like it's a chocolate not, spread. Yeah, it's not like almond, almond though. It's like yeah. a different type of nut. I would say, personally, I would say more like roasted hazelnuts. Mm. Okay? Roasted hazelnuts. Then it starts with some brightness. Kind of like midway starts some brightness, almost like a like a cranberry, like mm. like like a tart fruit. So you say hazelnut, I say frangelico because I'm an I drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, you see it, it's it's what you have on your chocolate drawer that you're pulling yeah, out yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, it's how you refer. That's why I mean the the tastings are very suggest subjective yeah, yeah. because I always say my guests mm. nobody's wrong. Nobody's wrong. You see, yeah. whatever you, I mean, whatever pops up, because that's the beauty of that. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I disagree with you as far as what I taste, mm. but I don't say that I'm right or you're wrong. Yeah. It's like when somebody says, uh, oh, it tastes like cinnamon. And the other person says, it tastes like fireball. <laughs> well, there's some spices in this <laughs> chocolate too. Mm. Okay. Almost like maybe a little, a little bit of. Kind of like nutmeg, almost like when you bake with chocolates and you use spices to add to the chocolate cake yeah, yeah, yeah. towards the holiday season. Yeah. You, so if I had to break down this bar for a guess, I would say, imagine the brown color. What do we find in the brown color in a tasting wheel? Coffees, nuts, spices, mm -hmm. tobacco, molasses, all that. 
you know. You're like age you wrong, age. You can't relate to that. Okay. And then think about another color, let's say, of the tasting wheel, which can be a purple red color. What do you find that? Red fruits, maybe like, you know, cherries, raisins, plums. Yeah. Are purple. Mm -hmm. uh, cranberries. Okay, figs, tamarind. A lot of people taste fig. There's some brightness, some sharpness in this bar that reminds you of a, like a like a fig or maybe like a cranberry. Okay, I mean you can you're welcome to continue eating while I'm like describing this bar to see if you can get to, to taste some of that. But absolutely, uh, the aroma before was chocolate. Now you can you try you go deeper mm. as far as what you smell and you're like okay now i you know talking about that brown maybe smell some spices you can always break it again and get that fresh and, uh, yeah, yeah yeah and get like that fresh aroma that's almost like encapsulated there you can do that as well so you know it's really cool to have different bars like i do in my events and compare yeah. Even the same percentages. Sometimes people think that the percentage is the norm. They don't realize how different can be from one place to the other. All all that, all that it's fascinating, you know. Oh, it is because um there's so much to it. I mean the texture you have. Well, how does that texture develop? Is that something you guys do on purpose as like a branding on top or the texture of the mold? Uh, on top, yeah, with the lines. Yeah, the, the, this is our custom chocolate mold. Got it, got okay. it, okay. Mm -hmm. So we try to... And obviously the thickness you dictate as well. Yeah, absolutely. And is there a difference, like, I would say to the taste, if it's thicker than anything? If, if it's thicker, what you have to do is take your time. Okay. Okay. Take slower so thicker yeah, chocolate eats slower absolutely take the time because it takes a little bit longer for the flavors to appear say so, hey i'm here because i mean it's a thicker it's a thicker piece yeah because it takes you longer to get in the center now i like my chocolate um like if i buy any chocolate i'll like chill it does that make any difference in the taste and everything or in like the snap yes okay um i'm just do want to say it's not the idea. Yeah, you can say, it's you be honest. <laughs> it is not the idea, but I'll explain you why. Imagine that you leave chocolate in the car. Chocolate bar meltdown. Mm -hmm. When you open the chocolate bar, you will see that it's almost like grayish. People think it's old. It's not old. It's something called bloom. In the chocolate world, we have two kinds of bloom. Fat bloom, which is the natural cocoa butter inside the cacao, reaches the melting point, it's too hot, and it goes to the surface. And then what solidifies, leaves like some great marks. People actually relate that to a cheap old chocolate. No, it can happen with a chocolate bar that we package today. It's just a fat migration. Mm. Okay? When you leave the chocolate in the fridge, it's the opposite process. It's not fat bloom. It goes sugar bloom. So basically, because of the cold weather in your fridge, sugars will separate, almost like creating a mouth, like a grainier mouth feel in your palate. Okay. Okay? So obviously that takes time. 
But when you let that piece of chocolate melt, you'll feel almost like crystals, sugar crystals that they were separated. You know what I mean? It's almost like... like it Actually, now that you there. say that, because when I bite down in it or I break it off, you really don't like what I just had right here, that tastefulness after a little bit, you don't get that because the it, it you might get a quick pop, but then it's done. Yeah. Like there's not that flavor that lasts in your mouth like this. I can still taste this actually yeah. right now. Remember what we do with the water is a great example. I mean, the water is a pilot cleanser and basically what it's doing, it's getting your, your taste board on a neutral. Okay. When you, when you eat something, it's too cold or too hot at some point, the, the flavor disappears. And then you like, it does. like ice cream, yeah. like ice yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first couple of spoons, you're like, oh man, I love this ice cream. But then it's almost like you're on automatic. But uh, I'm uh, like, I'm almost thinking too, maybe that's what a lot of companies want because it makes you eat more because you're chasing that flavor because um, it comes and goes. So you want to you wanna continue eating to get that flavor when if you buy more of a a naturally made higher end piece of chocolate. You literally just need one bar. Absolutely. But with, with like a Kit Kat or Hershey bar, I could eat probably five in one sitting. Well, I, I, it's kind of hard for me as a professional to, 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 to talk about those brands specifically. Even being as like chocolate, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I relate to artisanal and yeah, commercial, yeah, 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 yeah. but trust me, uh, I know these brands are, are very aware of the work that we're doing. Uh, funny enough, every every time that I open my LinkedIn, you know, you see the people who search for you. Ah, uh, it's them. So, <laughs> some of these some of these brands are there, like Nestle. oh my god, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say names, and they're like, I don't know if I'm doing something right or doing something wrong. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like okay, you're but, on the you're on the hit list for the major chocolate makers. Listen, I'm being noticed. I'm yeah, being yeah. noticed, not necessarily to bring you for bringing you more clients. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what these companies don't want you. Is to go through this experience. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about this is a chocolate piece that contains only two ingredients: cacao beans and cane sugar. That's it. Cacao beans and cane sugar. Cane sugar. Cane sugar. That's about it. That's about it. That's as pure as can get. I dare you to go now and go to a pharmacy, go to a supermarket, and grab one of those chocolate bars that probably you grew up eating. Flip the bar. Yeah, this is different. This is different. Flip the bar, read the ingredients, and you'd be surprised about how many ingredients are in your chocolate that you don't understand. Oh. You don't understand. That's where the sugar comes from. Okay? Mm. I mean, commercial chocolate sometimes is either too sweet or too bitter. Okay? This may be strong, but it's not bitter. I mean, bitterness has nothing to do with a good or healthy chocolate. And sugar, unfortunately, sugar is like a natural drug. When you eat a lot of sugar, you crave for more sugar. And that's what the market likes. Okay? If you eat something sweet, you're going to want a second piece. And you want another piece. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yep, mean, yep. There's no indulgement in, in those chocolate bars. It's just like, eat it. Eat it. And then get another one. And then get another one. Because you want to continue, like, calming your sugar cravings. It, 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 it works like that. For us... It's more kind of Dutchman. It's like having that gray yeah. bottle of scotch. It is. That you come after work and you serve, you know, a little bit and then you sip it and you enjoy it. You take your time. You savor it. Mm -hmm. That's why. That's what we want for you. Savor and enjoy. 
it reminds me of even like how beef is like you go to mcdonald's and get you can eat anyone can eat like three four big macs because it's just like the quality of the beef but you take one wagyu beef burger and eat that you will be full it will be actual protein and you won't have to keep indulging over and over and over again and then your body's just not getting out anything out of it like this is chocolate yeah you know chocolate i feel like um because everyone's so like especially halloween i mean everyone's just getting all these all these mass chocolates and it's like one one bar should fill you up and if you're eating more than that it's probably not you you probably a lot of times people think oh well i'm just like i'm fat i'm i love my my sugar one bar should be able to do it listen i tell my clients in my tastings is that after this event you're probably gonna love me or hate me but I won't be on nutties from now on, for sure. <laughs> because next piece of chocolate, you're going to start doing the same. Break it, smell it, mm-hmm. you know, taste it then. And Halloween, Easter, people are like, oh, my God. Some of them may say, man, I hate this chocolate guy because he really messed up with me. Now this chocolate, <laughs> it doesn't taste the same yeah, way. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. It's what I do. I mean, hopefully we bring you to the good side of chocolate because it's not only good as far as flavor, it's more human. The stories that are behind this type of chocolate bars. Yeah. Which is very important for me. I mean, I I, I, kind of like, I turn on the light on your brain about how a chocolate should taste. And then I love to talk about how a chocolate should be made as far as ingredients, as far as quality, as far as compromise with the people that are behind, you know, the scenes, people that you don't know. Sometimes that it says people don't care about farmers, unfortunately, how they're doing, how they're living. But all that, it's part of our chocolate bar. All that, it's it's a very important ingredient let's say so i would say like you would say then like the biggest biggest difference between a piece like this and say like like hershey's for example probably the most famous just pure just they say you know just talking chocolate um would be that this is more simplified where it's just using more than natural ingredients like the cacao beans and the um the sugar cane and then like a, a bar like hershey's in order to mass produce it, they're adding in a lot more other ingredients. All right. So it's kind of hard to jump into that question with say by saying yes. Just one yeah. <laughs> because like I said before, I, I, I mean, I'm kind of a rebel, but uh, I'm talking about mass producing in general. I don't want to say specific things about Hershey's or specific brands, you know, uh, but... I dare you to go get a bar like the company you mentioned or any other company that you grew up eating with. Flip the bar, read the ingredients, read the amount of ingredients. You will taste the difference. Mm. Now that you keep this bar, do your own uh, exercise. Do your own test. And that's how you love me or hate me. Yeah, yeah. Period. There's no there's no in between. You says like, man, I love this guy because that's guy this guy really changed my chocolate mind. Or you say, I hate this guy because this guy changed my <laughs> chocolate mind. <laughs> Period. But that's but that's what I'm here for. I'm here to talk about 
to talk to my people about equality. It's key. It's key. We have nothing to hide. You know, I think just like great coffee. They tell you exactly where the coffee beans are coming from. They see. Yeah, they're naming the, the farmer who picked the, who picked the beans. <laughs> dude, 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 we know the name of by the name, farmer. Yeah, you yeah. know the farmers by name, how many kids, how many dogs, how many chickens. Holy shit. <laughs> That's my added family. Yeah. That's my added family. Some of these farms, I mean, we've been working with the same farms for I think the, the newest farm. Now probably it's going to be Colombia, but the newest farm has been like five years old, five years walking with the same people, eight years, 10 years wow. working with the same people, you know? So, I mean, there's a connection. Yeah. There's a connection. They're not my farmers. They're my family. You know, I, I have to care about these guys. Yeah. I have to pay them well. You know, we have to buy for the right thing. So there's a lot that it's involved in a chocolate. Well, bar. especially, yeah, especially international trade too, where there's, you know, I mean, fair, um, was it what's the expression fair fair trade fair farming fair or? trade fair trade yes yeah, yeah yeah where I'm sure like the the major companies are not uh you know I mean obviously there's not that care there and well listen I've seen yeah. it all I've seen it all uh and again I mean there's a lot of information out there documentaries talking about cacao how farmers are you know being mistreated slavery yeah. child abuse all yeah. that it's like diamonds. Think. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, look at African farmers. Yeah. Sometimes they harvest the cacao and what the fruit is removed from the tree, a big truck comes, they says, thank you so much. They yeah. take all the fruit and they take it to their own fermentaries, their own cooperatives where they're going to do that. And you know, farmers get paid six to months, six to nine months later. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's why I mean, cacao only grows in places with extremely high rates of poverty. Mm. And at some point, for some corporations, it must be like that. It must be like that because they kind of like have to sell the soul to the devil for money. You know, they don't even care about what they're growing, if it's good or if it's bad. I mean, what genetics, whatever. You know, these companies are going to put all those cacaos in a blender. They are going to add tons of sugar and they're going to sell it for 99 cents and they're going to make all the money. You know what I mean? We go the other route. I mean, we, we start from 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 the farmer. And I can only imagine is it's now like this. Everyone, every I guess every um, company, every field, every industry has like their season. So it, would you say like now through when is your season or is it like in the summertime um, for actually producing and, and people buying it? Well, summertime for large clients, we say it's, like, it's the time to place your orders. It's the time to, to plan ahead. Uh, summertime for us, is, it's a time for restock. Uh, receive more beans, transform the beans, get chocolate ready. Uh, start creating the products that are going to be sold in the season. Our season pretty much started, you know, with back to school. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, back to school is it's almost like back to business as well. You know, people get into, okay, now people stop from going out of towns. Uh, they stay here and they're like, okay, now we go back to everything. You know, our normal life and part of our normal life, it's like, Chocolate, consuming chocolate, you know, whether it's a retail partner or, or booking my events, mm. which is what we're doing the most, you know. 
Yeah, because you got um, back to back to back to back. I mean, you've got Thanksgiving, you've got or you, Halloween, I should say. <laughs> well, ha- <laughs> yeah, that's, Halloween, uh, Halloween, it's a different, it's a different. We do book events and we do have sometimes chocolates for yeah. Halloween, but it's more for adults. Mm, okay, like okay. they want to treat themselves during yeah. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to eat cheap candy because that's exactly what the market yeah. is. It's not necessarily chocolate, it's cheap candy. Um, then we have uh, Thanksgiving, you know, people eat, share more like a dessert. So they have like, they, they're going to do pairings. They can have some wine, they have some, some spirits and they want to have pieces of chocolate with that. Obviously we not only produce only these chocolate bars, we do have bonbons, truffles. So that can be for any mm. occasion. Now with the, the, the holiday season upon us, like, uh, you know, we do a lot of corporate orders, you know bonbons truffles and and for large corporations you know we are able to also customize printing so that's cool because it's a corporate gifting then we jump into um you know february which is valentine's it's a big 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 day it's always like the most uncertain day of our year because you don't say, yeah. you don't know how crazy it can get and then we have easter was getting bigger throughout the years here and then mother's day unfortunately people don't really care about dads and chocolate but no to whoever was listening dads, yeah. to whoever was listening or watching this podcast <laughs> we dads love chocolate yeah. too <laughs> so just sure. make sure that you get a nice bourbon bottle yeah. with the chocolate yeah. but yeah <laughs> <laughs> does bourbon does bourbon go well with chocolate absolutely i was gonna say because yeah After, i mean talking about talking about flavors in chocolate bourbon is brown caramel color so whenever you find that this piece of chocolate mm. remember when you said were like nuttiness some like, like maybe some spices they were all in the brown color okay. of your of your tasting of your brain's tasting wheel so when you taste that you say like i mean what can i use to pair this mm. bourbon scotch you, rum it's fascinating you started you drink a little bit before or after you eat to have a proper here's what i do because maybe i'm the chocolate guy yeah i always like to start with the chocolate okay okay all right and i always say that because if you get a piece of chocolate say you keep this later on tonight you says like okay let me try this and let me see what i pair it with it's not that you're just gonna grab a a a, a bottle of whatever and you're just gonna drink it sip it yeah understand the chocolate the more fruity notes it's gonna lean towards wines, okay? Sparkling wines, mm. that type. The ones of with the, like the cherry hints. Absolutely, and those are gonna pair, pair absolutely like a Valentine's well. Day almost more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, like maybe like bubbles and in fruits and in cherries, berries, and chocolate. Mm. When, you, when you taste, because there are a lot of chocolates like that, okay, that that have that fruity flavor profile. So you know that's gonna be a great chocolate to pair with, let's say, a glass of red wine. But if you find chocolate that is more complex, okay, it's more like chocolate flavor, like you mentioned before, like like straightforward, uh, nutty note, nutty notes, um, probably some spices, like malt, I said before, yeah. malt, molasses, all that goes amazing with a nice bourbon, a mm. nice scotch rum. What type of bourbon do you do you prefer? Oh, I. I don't discriminate. You like a Knob Creek? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I always say that this is a great period, though. 
I mean, just for research purposes, I've have done it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, research purposes. Okay, so I've. Oh, had you gotta, to, <laughs> you gotta be there, done that. You know so, what I'm saying? Someone has to sacrifice. Yeah. Okay, someone has to sacrifice to do that, and obviously you gotta trust the chocolate guy. I do, and and that's 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 what I do. And we got a solid um solid bottle of Knob Creek for people that are just listening here. Knob Creek too, as well. I'd say decent bourbon, decent, you know, um, definitely not your well, definitely not your one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar bottle, but quality and also high in abv as it is 50 percent, and it, it means 100 proof for everybody out there listening <laughs> yeah I, I i think it's a reliable i mean overall bourbon that anybody can enjoy and you know it goes it goes well it goes smooth with chocolate we're about to find out how smooth it is i'll give you the snifter by the way <laughs> I, I was inspecting that, but oh yeah, there you go. You didn't expect uh, bourbon coming into the podcast studio. No, well, <laughs> but now, now I like the podcast. The podcast even more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm. So, cheers. Cheers, sir. Uh, what I always say, like, if you, why don't we try it with the chocolate? Now? Let's do it. Yeah. Don't drink the bourbon yet. No, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll cheers when we do cheer. the... Uh... No, 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 cheer now, because then you're going to forget. All right. Cheers now. Again. It's almost like... Mm. You smell the bourbon. Yeah. It's a brightness. You can smell like some light caramel, like, like almost like... Oh, yeah, you can. Caramel. Mm. All right? Brown, again. When you smell the bourbon, you smell like brown. Mm. Okay. Almost like when you when you when you're caramelizing sugar. Okay, uh, we're Latin, so we do flan, quesillo, so that so that's what covers actually the, the the custard type. So we caramelize the sugar. There's some stage during that process that you can smell this. By the way, you can add bourbon to the recipe. Mm. Okay, can you put bourbon in chocolate? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, we do, we work with, we have the, the, the privilege to work with great brands mm. and uh, we have infused their spirits into our chocolate bonbons, etc. So we've done like Macadam 4, 5, oh, 6. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, some other brands that they want to showcase chocolates for their clients. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, all right. You know, we can sure. just bring the bourbon into the chocolate and mm. create something outstanding. Because I know of a bunch of uh, different old-fashioned recipes that use uh, like chocolate bitters mm -hmm. a little bit to try to stir that in. Yes, yes. Yeah, the chocolate. All, and, and it's also something that for us is like a go-to. Now, what is my go-to when we're talking about old-fashioned? When we're talking about old-fashioned, we're talking about bourbon with a little bit of orange, all that. Mm -hmm. I have a product for that. And I actually brought it to you. Really? So you can make it old-fashioned later on. <laughs> oh, that's what? all I need is more. Let, 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 let's say this. <laughs> let's do it. To get, to yeah. get it into the old-fashioned mood. Okay. Okay, let the chocolate melt slowly. Okay. Heads up, you might hear some moans on this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chocolate is going to be melting. Well, it's like halfway there. Mm. Just sip a little bit of the bourbon. Invite the bourbon. It's almost like 
Okay, now I get to know you. Mm. This is how the perfect marriage is going to come. While it's still in the mouth? Mm-hmm. The yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just bring some chocolate to the party. To, mm. to some bourbon to the party. Okay. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. You see how now the chocolate <laughs> tastes more like... Oh, shit! <laughs> now... The, the remaining flavor of the mm. chocolate, now the chocolate tastes more like cinnamon. Tastes more like spices. Oh. You see that? Well, actually, you taste that. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What's going on in my mouth right now? Dude, I have a cool job. Holy shit. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. You see? And now the aftertaste... Well, it's because it's texturized, it's, yeah. too. So it's like, it's like texturizing bourbon... To a point. But I'm going to bring mm. something else to you. The cow chocolates, we not only make wow. chocolate bars, bonbons, but one of my absolutely favorite products. I'm a chocolate and fruit person. Mm. I do the candied orange peels and chocolate. Mm. So talking about the old fashioned... I want you to try this. Okay. Oh, you said orange. Ah. Oh. Yeah, the orange rind, the orange wow. peel. It's mm. it's uh, it's candied, and then oh wow, then it's covered in chocolate. Do the same. Do take the same? a bite. Take a bite of that, and then bring the bourbon to it. I'm gonna have a drink of water. Refresh. Uh, absolutely. Well, I don't know about drinking water after you have a seaport bourbon, but it's fine. Mm, yeah. True. <laughs> mm. All right. Let's do it. Mm. Definitely get that orange. Mm-hmm. I definitely. It's pure. That orange. hits quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No bourbon time. This is fabulous. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that enhances. I would say it turns the orange flavor. But it has more richer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. More of a higher class orange. I mean, right from the. Mm. And of course, there's a first impression. Mm. What you pair both and then the aftertaste. Yeah. Of the orange. You see, it's getting stronger. It's almost like. Like the orange gets jealous because you drinking bourbon. Yeah. It's like, no, why are you doing it to me? Why are you doing it to me? It does. You know, it's 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 great. Yeah, you mm. have you have plenty more there. Oh, thank you. One, thank is, you. No, one is not enough. For no, no, no. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yo, this would be. Mm. I feel like you can make so many different types of like old-fashioned desserts. Oh yeah, you know. So one of the things that I love about chocolates is that the possibilities are endless, yeah. endless. Mm. And and when I travel to the farms, countries, and taste their food, you know their spices. I love to go. I love going to the local markets, the mercados, mm. and to get like the spices that they use, stuff like that. They bring it back and make recipes for that. With that, it's 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 mm. it's wonderful. Yeah, now the chocolate. I swallowed that whole piece. No more bourbon left in my mouth. And I still have that really good taste. 
in the mouth. Now, I feel like I understand what you mean when we were talking before about the temperature mm-hmm. being not cold, you know, yeah, rather than being cold. Because if it was cold, it just, it, it, you wouldn't have really, it wouldn't have melted like Abs- it, absolutely. like it is easy. Absolutely. It's, mm. a, it, it's, now it's more neutral. Yeah. With cold or hot uh, drinks or food, mm. the perception kind of stops at some point. Yeah. Imagine like when you're drinking soup, like ramen. You're like, okay, I love ramen. Oh, my God. Mm. I mean, they serve, come with the ramen. And you get a spoon and you're like, you burn yourself. Yeah. You, I mean, you missed, you missed it. I mean, you're going to finish that soup, but you're not going to perceive what you're you were gonna. supposed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to taste what it was supposed to taste because you burned yourself. You burned yourself. Same happens with that. You make, when you're drinking something and all of a sudden oh. you get like a, oh, brain freeze. Yeah. You know, this is the cold. Oh my God. And then it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't taste the same. You're just burning through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, indulgence, it's very simple. It is very simple. And it shouldn't be quick. I would say to, because I'm right now still tasting an orange bourbon in my mouth, and which is really nice. And indulgences, I feel like we're so used to like wanting things quick. And it's like, the I keep thinking about me having a Kit Kat bar and I eat the whole bar in five seconds. But this is not an indulgence. That's, that's uh, trying to reduce a sugar craving. Yeah. It's just consumption. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just... Artificial consumption. Yeah, it's just eating chocolates, you know. Indulgence for me is take time off your day. Take a break for Mm. you. Yeah. Okay? And I don't know. It's like Mm. think, enjoy. Um, Just make sure that. Slow. Slow down. Slow down. That's basically how indulgement should start. Some people do it with wine. Let's say they, they get back home at night and they say, okay, this is my time. And they have a glass of wine and they kind of like chill. Some people just go out, yeah. get a fine cigar out of the humidor and take the time to smoke it, enjoy it, find the complexity of that specific cigar that they're smoking, which is very similar to cacao, by the way. And you know Enjoy it because at some point, you know, we, I have learned that we have to stop and smell the roses in life. We have to stop and indulge ourselves. You know, it's like take a break of whatever is going on in your life and take your time to enjoy a nice bourbon, a good wine, a great chocolate, a fine cigar, rum like I do. And, you know, you can actually get to think about things get ideas uh, i try to do that as much as i can and i have a journal with me and i write down whatever comes to my mind in those in those indulgement moments okay because sometimes not always but i have a couple of good ideas yeah. <laughs> and, you know, i kind of write it down or, 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 or i see things in a different way because yeah, the, day, the day it's over mm-hmm. and i'm like Okay, I, I got back to com- almost like the chocolate zen moment. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I mean? yeah. Chocolate zen <laughs> moment. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I just put in the name of that. No, yeah. no, no. No, it makes sense too because it's like the way we drink, especially. I mean, a- anything. It's like we're just trying to like quickly 
It's like we want to like fast forward through the indulgence, you know, we which is sad. We live in a fast-paced life. Yeah. Okay? And nothing helps us to get away from that. I mean, look at the marketing, look at social media. Everything is just like fast forward, fast, 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 fast. Life should be the opposite. Life should be more relaxed. We wouldn't need vacations. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't need we vacations. Would. We wouldn't. You know? And sometimes we're in vacations and we're like working. We're like robots. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like Or thinking about what to do, what to do, what to do. We're living at a higher speed. Sometimes we have to pull the brakes and enjoy life. Yeah. And happen to make chocolates for people to kind of like pull the brake, take a moment and have a piece of chocolate and just relax, you know, yeah. enjoy, discover. Enjoy it. Discover. That's about it. You know, that I think I think it's simple. Life is simple. We make it complicated. It is. Well, we make it complicated. And I always have started to live by in the last recent years, like the less is more. Yeah. You know, because you shouldn't have to have like five pieces of chocolate bars just to like, you know, satisfy your your little craving for chocolate. Because one bar, if it's high quality, is really all you need. Just like um I learned I went to uh a restaurant last year and I ordered, uh, I looked at their drink menu. They had so many whiskeys. Uh, and I was like, well, instead of getting like the, the cheap drink, you know, for like 10, $12, they had a $20 old fashioned, mm-hmm. which to me, I was like $20 before tax and service charge. I was like, that's a little, that's expensive to me. But I was like, if I walk away from going to a restaurant, $23, say after tax, and I had one drink, right? That one drink is so much better than three drinks of $10 because that's what I would have had. And I would have spent $30, 30 plus dollars on like a shit drink that is made with low quality, but you know, you're you're thinking you're price oriented, which price oriented, I would have did what I did, which is the twenty dollars when and drank one of high quality and oh man, I was like, I might need a burger to be able to drive because it was such a high quality bourbon. Forget what they used, but um it was exactly what I went there for. And most of the time throughout my life I would I would be like the person everybody else order, all right, uh, give me the with the well and then you have three, you overconsume. I have a question for you. How many times have you talked about that specific old fashioned? Compared to how many times would you talk about the three dollars old fashioned for oh, the same yeah, twenty dollars? Yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. 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 I called my dad yeah. after. I was like, "Dude, that's the best I, old fashioned ever." I, 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 <laughs> and you know, any time that you have the opportunity to talk about that old fashioned, you're gonna talk with the same smile. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, you gotta try!" And you know, obviously, you became like a marketing force of that place, or or you're like an ambassador of a specific brand. You're like, "Oh my god, you gotta try this." Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I mean, we have to create memories. We have to create moments. And there's no way to create a moment just getting 10 chocolate bars, 10 candy bars that are so-called chocolate. You know, what are you going to get at that? I mean, you're just satisfying your sugar cravings. Well, when you get to a point that says, okay, you know what? Let me sit down and enjoy this chocolate. I do watch soccer all the time and I get a piece of chocolate and I'm like, while well, watching the game, I, my mind is like getting flavors, getting mm-hmm. aromas. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Sometimes mine, sometimes from some friends 
wow, this is great. But how often are you going to do that with a 99 cents chocolate bar? No, you're not. Yeah. Well, you will never do that. You will never do that. So treat yourself. Life is short. Life is short. Treat yourself because it's not about spending. It's really about how you spend it, how you spend your money. Okay. More doesn't necessarily mean quality or great moments, great memories. You get it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense because it is quality over quantity on that. And, and even if it is, even if somebody is price oriented, which I've been like my entire life, like that old fashioned example, one high quality bourbon beats three low quality bourbons of the Absolutely. same drink, you know? And, and actually I walked out of there more, way more buzzed <laughs> That for the With other three, way, right? Yeah. Then the other three, I really, really I did. I bet. I bet. I mean, because this, I mean, that business, they know what they're offering. And next time, I guarantee you have the same 23 box. You're like, how will I spend it? Yeah, yeah. Do I really want to go for this bourbon experience again? I'm just going to get three bourbons and nothing out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, No. I want to, or you're looking for an indulgement moment mm -hmm. that you're like, okay, you know what? I'm ready for this. Yeah, I'm ready to go have that old fashioned again. Mm -hmm. You're gonna look forward for that. I want that old fashioned again. That's what I want people to understand about chocolate. It's like, okay, now I want that moment. I want to enjoy that that chocolate again. It is very important. It is, and um, somebody even at like a, like a liquor store in front of a chocolate counter, like you might have never considered okay like would i get that 40 50 60 dollar bottle or that like seven eight nine ten uh dollar chocolate bar but from what you're gonna end up spending on the lower tiers you know you're gonna end up getting like five hershey bars <laughs> for like a dollar fifty two dollars each and it's like well now you've just reached the same peak you know you're gonna go through um you know, you get like a well whiskey or like a, like a black velvet, you know, um, which is like gasoline in comparison to like a, like a, even just like this, like a 40, $45 bottle of, of bourbon, you know, this I'll, I'll last so much longer than I would a handle of black velvet. That's $10 just because it's such it's a higher true. quality. It's and I need less for it to do the same job. Absolutely. I mean, Less is more. You said it. I mean, just make a simple moment, and, yeah. and, but but make every moment count. That's what's important. I think I think that's what we can get out of this specific mm. uh, topic. It's like that moment. Is it really worth it? Mm. Are you gonna enjoy it? Are you gonna remember that moment? Mm. You're gonna remember going to the bar, getting these three old fashions for like twenty bucks or something, and they were eh, yeah, mm. or are you going to come back home and say, dude, I got the best old-fashioned ever. Yes. From this person, yes. X, Y, and Z. Absolutely, mm. yes. So what's going to stay? Mm. You know, yeah. what, what are you going to keep? What are you going to remember? That's I think life is about memories. Yeah. Okay? And, 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 and moments. That's very important. Mm, it is. And I just, um, for people just listening to, I just had another piece of chocolate. So if you hear me doing a little mmm and growling, uh, that, that's why. Well, that <laughs> it's so funny that you brought the orange piece too, because um, I brought the bourbon and we both surprised each other. Yeah, I, 
<laughs> yes, this this for I mean for the listeners, the viewers, this wasn't planned. No, okay? no, 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 no. So, that they say great minds think alike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. probably. Yeah. So that, that that but that was a great pairing. Oh, it is. It is. And I'm gonna use that. I um I uh and, and question question for you, because I could use your advice on this. Um this to me would be a great idea for what I what I have, but for myself. Now I'm I'm trying to think obviously in uh, a, a different realm. Now, what pairing would you suggest for me, like say date night, right? Date night, beautiful woman, charming, fun, outgoing. What would you suggest that I I used to go? Am I, am I, I'm, I'm, after this conversation, I'm right now leaning more towards the, the wine pairing with more of like, a, I don't know, like a cherry-based, chocolate but i want to get your thoughts on i have something good for you we're gonna continue eating chocolate bro okay i'm game <laughs> i guess yeah. i guess you don't mind right you don't no, mind no, no. all right so perfect date night women love fruits chocolate wine okay yes all right all right so remember going back to the conversation of fruity chocolates okay fruity chocolates will make an excellent pairing with wines okay now the fruitier the more wines that you can get involved okay if it's really really straightforward fruity wine you can even bring some some sparkling wines some champagne to that don't be afraid of having some nice champagne, for example, and pair it with a great white chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah, not necessarily store-bought candy, yeah, 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 cookies yeah, and cream yeah, type of sure. white chocolate, you know? But if you find a great quality white chocolate, that's the perfect match with a bottle of champagne, uh, with a sparkling wine, Prosecco, Cava. It goes really well. If you can do like, we do a lot of pairings with, with bubbles, that we call it, and we do have like a white chocolate bar that we do for the event, and we add like raspberries or strawberries to it. So, Oh, strawberries, like, yeah. Kind of like to reduce the sweetness a little bit with something a bit tart, and when you match the sweetness, the tart, and then the bubbles together, Dude, I do my part. Now yeah. you gotta do yours and do that. Yeah. The, now, now it's your part at, 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 at the date, okay? If it goes well, I'll I'll uh, give credit to uh, where credit is due. That, that's why I have so many yeah, recurring yeah. customers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, try this bar. This bar that we have here, it's a dark chocolate. Uh, this one is a bit milder and, and, and a bit sweeter than the other one. Uh, this is from Dominican Republic, ER 70%. But we add some freeze dry. When you say 70%, what are you referring to? 70%? Uh... Out of the total weight of that chocolate bar, 70% of the weight, it's pure cacao. Oh, okay. So you prefer, uh, refer to it as percentage of cacao. At the cacao content, correct. Okay. So now you do the math and you say, well, if 70% is cacao. What's the remaining 30% if this the total weight it's 100, equals 100%? It's a sugar cane? Yeah, it's a sugar. Okay. All right. So when you, so when you said the darker... The better or the higher the percentage, the better is because, yeah, it has more cacao content and less sugar. Okay. That's exactly how it goes. Okay. I'm just going to pop a little uh, a little red, a little sterling collection here. A little 
I wasn't expecting this, but this, this, this podcast is getting better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We go all the way here. And when I say we, I just refer to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's no team around this. <laughs> I always say we as in plural for the podcast. Well, and I'm I like, mean, oh, just... Uh, sometimes that's the best way to create the rules, yes. right? Because you say, we <laughs> create the rules. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so cheers again. Cheers, sir. All right. Thank you. Oh, wow, that chocolate bar looks good. It gets better. Trust me. So, break a piece. Okay. Let's hear that snap. I'm going to put it right next to the microphone here. Okay, good you snap. Good yeah. snap. Good Absolutely. snap. Mm. Now I'm going to have to sacrifice myself. Do the whole day port on it. I'd be like, um, yeah. one bite, everyone knows the rules. Uh, 7.2. <laughs> well, at some point you were able to do that. Uh, mm. Put a face down. So okay. we can get to taste all the the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. of the fruit. Mm. This is fruitier. Yeah. And, and a bit sweeter than the other. You get the texture of the fruit. Say it melted quicker. Yeah, it melts quicker. Mmm. Okay. And now, mm. sip the wine. Mm. Now, mm. the wine oh, wow. enhances the berry flavor. Oh, it does, yeah. A, lo a lot. Yeah. A lot. Almost as you're like, wow. It feels like you're eating mm. raspberry now. Like a real raspberry now. Yeah. Yeah. It maintains its texture all the way through too. Like uh, it didn't just melt so quick as soon as I. Mm. Oh wow! I actually almost like this this pairing better than that first better than the first piece we had. It just melted softer, smooth, smooth. Yeah, smooth. <clears throat> For me, this mm. one is a smoother pairing i like the other one it's more complex mm. all right all right but this is again we're talking about date night yeah we're talking about pairing enjoying a moment together creating mm. a moment together we're not talking about a couple sitting down and talking about the complexity of the bourbon and the chocolate yeah, together yeah, 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 and all yeah, that yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. unless not on the first day in the first couple of dates yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so, this is the um you're uh, out on a balcony string lights yeah absolutely yeah. Mm. this is more like the romantic moment mm. The the chocolate and bourbon goes more for like a geeky moment, you know, almost like a, oh yeah, we know what we like. Now let's get adventurous together, mm -hmm. which is also a great idea. Yeah, it's also a great idea. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling that I'm gonna be on a speed dial for this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a great one. This is really good. Oh my gosh, this is really good. Mm. Mm. That's great. Melts That's slow good. too. Yeah. It's like a um an old fashioned ice cube. 
you know, how that just slowly, like not in the rocks, but that thick ice slowly melts, which maintains at least as best as it can the, the richness and flavor of yeah. the of a bourbon. It's not like a water because of the melting yeah, of yeah. the ice brick, mm. of the ice cubes. Yeah, no, but you get that though. Mm. Stronger piece of ice, you get more of the drink. You do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's like, and it's funny because you taste the chocolate. Again, I sound, I sound mm. funny when I'm talking because I have a piece of chocolate in my mouth too. Uh, you taste the chocolate and this is more like a chocolate forward. Maybe almost like a, like a cinnamon, light coffee, very so light smooth. coffee. Mm -hmm. Very smooth. Very smooth, but then you get the pieces of the the the, the oh, freeze dried wow. raspberries. And you're like, wow! And they continue, oh, they wow. continue lingering throughout your palate. Yeah, and then you get the like even when the chocolate is fully melted, you still get remaining pieces of the of the fruit. And then when you like take a bite, when you like have another sip. You still have that tartness, light, very light mm. tartness that goes really well with the wine. Really does. This is. Mm. It's like a dessert meal. And I've had like. If everyone looks at a, a Hershey bar and you see like 16 small little pieces, I probably had one of those little pieces in total. In terms of size, so people can look at it. So you're basically probably thinking like a two quarters worth of chocolate. Mm -hmm. mm. But I feel like I've had like a dessert, a full dessert just off of that little, little tiny sliver. Mm. And this is so good, especially when it starts to melt. Have a sip of wine so you don't feel like the hardness of the chocolate piece mm -hmm. anymore. You... You feel like it's starting to turn into like a marshmallow feel. Okay. And then having that sip of wine just really. Uh, and let me give you an advice. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes it's, I think often it's, it's like kind of underestimated when we do chocolate pairings with wines. Mm. But port wine, it's fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah. To pair with chocolate, mm -hmm. it is fantastic. Fantastic. It is so good. I have had so many port wine and chocolate tastings. Mm, I that, bet. That, oh my God. And I really, really enjoy those because port wine is This is so good. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> we can, we, I mean, we can get yeah. all that and we're going to spend the day talking about chocolate yeah. and drinks are going to get wasted and we're going to be so drunk talking about this. But yeah. it's true. Yeah. It's no, true. no, no, no. You, you could. I mean, and this is, I mean, oh my God, it's just... It's just phenomenal. And I probably had like three sips of wine and like maybe 0.75 ounces of, of bourbon, but both high quality. And I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling good. Yeah. You know, especially the sugar too with the, with, with it. But you're also talking high quality. Absolutely. My gosh, I feel like I'm at a, uh, the only time I remember feeling like this with like chocolate and wine and stuff like that is, is taste testing and, and one in San Diego and then one in Napa Valley where uh -huh. like you, you start to get a little buzz basically off of like a very small quantity. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I think for the listeners, 
the possibilities are endless when it comes to chocolate. Oh my gosh, it's you know? just like spirits. Yeah, it's absolutely. just like spirits. And, and, and you know, dare to try. And coffee. Oh, absolutely. And coffee, because I don't drink a lot of coffee, but I know that there's like, I mean, it's unlimited. Well, we do, we do, mm. uh, I do like coffee a lot. Yeah, I have to say I'm guilty on that. And uh, with chocolate and coffee, I have some great pairings too. Yeah. A specific chocolate bar for specific regions where also coffee is grown. Yeah. So you have, because of the terroir, it has that, that mm. coffee flavor straightforward. Wow. It's outstanding, outstanding. And also, some of the chocolate bars, we do like limited time recipes. And we have um, Costa Rican bean that is very like coffee forward. Okay. And we partnered up with great chocolate companies, like friends of us, mom and pop chocolate uh roasters sorry coffee roasters and then we create like limited edition bars like we use their coffee when we're making uh. the, when we're making the chocolate you know and then you have like a coffee flavor bar yeah, yeah, or sometimes yeah, yeah. even even milk chocolate we have a great milk chocolate and then we add almost like a cafe au lait type of yeah. uh, flavor <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah you know i mean i think in the in the chocolate world the rules, the rules are made to be broken, or at least that's how I want to think. I, I'm not a square-minded type of person. <laughs> Very Miami guy right there saying that the rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. about that. Yes, no, I'm no. guilty that's of that. That's the Miami coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> the 305. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But well, I mean, that's the the passion. That's what. Now, what goes. do we do? <laughs> I, have the, I have the wine and I have the pork. Yeah, you didn't finish it now. Critic of the wine. What do I do, guys? I have so many options. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for the bourbon. Yeah, go for the bourbon. The um, I love a Knob Creek. I love a, I mean, the bourbon, the orange, honestly, the chocolate was uh, a hit piece. And anybody looking for, hey, and anybody listening that um goes, oh, well, chocolate, I could always just buy whatever, do whatever with it. You can make it, think of it as an experience. You know, we're like, get your favorite type of drink. We all love drinking here in America, especially Absolutely. too. Across the board, <laughs> get your favorite and sit down and have a drink, have a piece of chocolate, have another piece of chocolate, wash it, not wash it, but have, let it um, tenderize and melt in your mouth with some wine on it. If it's more of a fruitful, if it's more of a... um say chocolate forward then maybe a bourbon but yeah i mean this, i mean this had orange i mean the orange and the bourbon i mean geez i uh, could have made us an old-fashioned with this if i had the big rocks on me but where uh where can if people want to try these chocolates that we had like the orange or the first one that we had where can people find you guys especially being the holidays and these in season okay uh it's easy go to CaoChocolates.com, C-A-O-Chocolates.com, and you will find our online store. You will find retail partners. And also you will find their information about our either in-person or virtual tasting events. Okay. Where we actually do uh, wine and chocolate pairings in person or online and bourbon as well. Oh, with and bourbon. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we yes. basically did it here, actually. <laughs> Holy crap. Good shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we we do get that done, and and dude, we if you have a nice group of people now with the remote world, 
going on. You may have family in New Jersey. And you're just like, you know, I'm going to treat my dad to a tasting. We can put it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're here. Your dad is there. Maybe you have a, a, a sister, a brother in California. We put that together. We connect. We had a great, as you can see, I love to talk. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, you're going to yeah. shut me up. It's like, dude, no, no, no more, no, no more. No. But yeah, so that's that's what I do. I, 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 I create moments through these events. It's nice to, you know, have this story. So any, any of the listeners, um, caochocolates.com, guys, you can... Um, Get some more information on the exact chocolates we tried today, as well as just like the stories. And it's just a little bit more education. And even if you do want a little pairing yourself um, and, and a little class for either coworkers, friends, just do this with your family for the holidays or whatever. Also very would be an awesome Valentine's Day gift um, would be that experience as well. So um, that's where you can find Ricardo's information, guys. And Ricardo, thank you so much. My pleasure. For coming on. Um, this has been awesome and I'm looking forward to catching up down the road, man. I feel like we can keep on talking for hours. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know.